You are now tuning in to your new favorite podcast. I'm your host, Rosie, and this is The Rosie Perspective, where you're going to hear a little bit of any and everything. Now let's get into it. Hey, it's your girl, Rosie. I'm back with another episode of The Rosie Perspective. I have three of my favorite human beings, okay, on with me today. First, I'm gonna start with everybody's favorite non-podcaster, Star. Say what's up to the people, Star. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and I have Diamondell and Tammy from Gumbo Therapy Podcast, recurring guests, but y'all are the bomb. I'm so glad y'all are back. <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. We always welcome you on ours. And look, we look forward to turning up soon one of these days, hopefully yes, next month. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes, we got to get together. I got to <laughs> everybody. So, all right, ladies. First and foremost, before we get into the topic that I want to talk about, um, Dime and Tammy, whoever wants to go, if you just want to let the people know a little bit about y'all podcast, um, whatever you want them to know, <laughs> between Tammy and Dominelle, one of y'all got to go. Okay, tell the people, sign it. Dominelle, it's your time to shine. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, Tammy, Tammy sent you up. But you know, Tammy wasn't on, the, on last time, so I wanted to give her opportunity to shine too. Period. So- you ain't lying. So I just go ahead. Okay. Okay. Tammy. Okay. Well, um, we're Gumbo Therapy. We have been around since January 2020. We are um, two best friends. Um, I'm from Ohio. I'm single. Um, I've been divorced almost two years. Dominique is married 11 years from New Orleans. Um, so that's the gumbo there. That's the gumbo and the gumbo therapy. If you're familiar with gumbo, it's like a lot of different ingredients that you know by themselves are kind of like okay. When you put them in a pot together, they taste they taste great. So that's the gumbo with us. We're totally different, but somehow it works. Yes, y'all are definitely different. Listening to y'all episodes, I be rolling because y'all are so different. And then y'all start getting to debating. But I love that you guys respect each other's opinion at the end of the day. So that's always a good thing because sometimes you know people start debating and they get a little heated. But y'all keep it y'all keep it cute, okay? <laughs> All right, so. Ladies, today's topic I want to talk about is, you know what they say, I mean, to me, I always hear all kin folk ain't skin, is it all skin folks ain't kin folks? All skin folks ain't kin folks, okay? Do y'all agree with that statement? I, I agree with that statement before I let y'all get into it, because Honestly, I feel like most of the issues that I have come from other niggas. Like, and I'm not talking about men. I'm talking about black people. Like, I know for me growing up, even as an adult, anytime for the most part, I get a stink attitude. I get some fucked up shit happening. It's always another black person. It doesn't be the white people that stare me down in the store. It's always. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to get an idea of what y'all think about that statement. Do you agree with it? I know it may be different depending on where you live. Star. All skin folk and kin folk. What's up? I mean, I, I can agree to agree to it. I mean, I have I've had my share of you know problems with black and white people though. Right. But I mean, I I do I do agree about the attitude and all of that. You know, stuff like that. I I mean, I agree to it. They all all skin folk ain't ain't kin. No, 
So, okay, before I say what I'm about to say, Dominelle, how do you feel about the saying? Do you agree? I know you from down south. Is it a little different for you down there? You know, Tammy and I have had this type of discussion mm. and we actually attempted to record and it got too heated. <laughs> we oh had to, my we God, had to delete it. <laughs> we, had it, we had to delete it because our views were so different. And, you know, I grew up in. Mm. in That's why I wanted y'all on here. I'm like, I know it's going to be different between Tammy and Dominelle for this topic. So I grew up in an area where it was predominantly black. I work in a predominantly black setting. Everything has been, for me, what I see is predominantly black. And so what I get is us doing things to us. And it's not, you know, necessarily another race. That's from my experience. Now, I have not experienced anything where in the Caucasian or someone from a different race have been so disrespectful to me other it's been mostly my folks it's been they just that's just it that's my experience though it's not to say that it's not happening anywhere else but Tammy and I we this one of them conversations is like Dominic don't say that Dominic don't say that let us say what she gonna say because <laughs> it go it goes all the way there but I know Tammy has a lot to say about this so I'm gonna let her go ahead and give you all her tea all right, I'm glad I could be the one to have this topic. So it, it can get it can get heated on here, but I know y'all probably was going back and forth. But yes, Tammy, I, okay, what's your take on it? And I know being from Ohio, I don't know what it was like in that atmosphere. Okay, well, um, I'll just give you a little snippet. I'm from I'm from Toledo, Ohio, 45 minutes from Canada, where I'm from is 11% black. Moving to Montgomery, it was like 60% more or more black. My experience is different than Dominoes. My total existence has been white. I went to white schools, um, lived in white neighborhoods. I work with white people, went to white college, college and university. So my experience is different than hers. Although I do understand and know that all skin folk, HO can folks, my perspective is different. I, most of the things I experienced has been um, the microaggressions from white people. Okay. Again, in my in my where I work, I'm in leadership, one of the few black women in leadership in this all, and I work around a lot of white people. Mm -hmm. Timmy's trying to figure out what she's trying to say. <laughs> um, it's just a totally different environment. For me, I have to always change who I am to be to fit in their space because right now I'm in their space. Not because I want to be in their space, it's just because just by design, I'm in their space. My experience is now, I will say that I have experienced um, issues with black women. Um, I have, but still my whole, my, in my 40 years, it's been mostly from, um, the, from white people. So I don't really understand. And I'm, and I'm very, I believe that if we kind of stick together or we can all work work out I do feel like if we help each other and if we support each other that we can we'll be better um I agree with that but do you think it's realistic though that's my thing I really it can be you know, it can be but is it okay because you know okay you say you work in a predominantly white area white um environment 
it's been like that for the most part for me at my jobs. There are sprinkles of black, all different types of races and everything. But you think, okay, maybe you get a new sister come to the job. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? There's not many of us. Bitch, be safe. I'm like, you see, like, I thought we was about to be here and we do not be here. And I'm not saying we have to be here, but it's like, damn, when you see someone that looks like you come in and you think like, okay, cool. We both know how it feels. And they act stank. It's like, damn, sis, like, I thought we was about to be niggas up in here together. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Star. Well, can it be sometimes people don't, I mean, cause I don't vibe all right all the time with some of the black people that come up in my job. Too. But are you stank no. before you even get to know them? Because they're no people. Y'all no, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not stank. I actually haven't had any like real, real problems with the black people that I work with. The white people that I work with, I, I have. Like I've okay. had racist comments not said directly to me, but like generalized like statements. I remember one time my boss, she was like my manager. She's not there anymore. She said to one of my other coworkers, she's from. She's not there anymore either, but she was like from one of the Caribbean islands. I'm not too sure where, but a patient brought us in like a basket of like goodies or whatever. And in the basket was some plantain chips. And she said to the girl, she was like, oh, this your people stuff, ain't it? Like, excuse me? But she said it like it was like it was no problem. Of course and she I, thought it was no problem. Her her dumb ass. Like, bitch, like, yes, it yes. is. But that's so not so I've so I've experienced like white women be like. like okay, not so, so what nice. about like experiences when you go shopping, when you go to the store, whatever the case is like, I, I have experiences like that where, you know, if I see another black person, I'd be like, hi, good morning. I try to be extra friendly because it's like, okay, my people don't say shit, bitch, be mute. Okay. I'm like, all right. I come on all friendly, y'all chipper trying to, you know, make sure we see each other. And honestly, the reason why this topic came up for me was I was recently on a flight, believe it or not, y'all. Okay. And um, the flight attendants, it was on, I believe it was Delta. I was going to Tennessee. And for the most part, I think all the flight attendants on there were black, the women. They were just so rude. Like I, everything about them was rude. If I asked for like something, mind you, I'm not one of those annoying people. I think I might've asked her for something like the way she responded was rude. She rolled her eyes was rude as well as the other one. And I'm not saying it's just because they're black, but it was just my point where I tried to be extra nice. Cause you know, we sisters like, Hey girl, can I, and she was so stank that I'm like, it never fails me. Like Domino said, like, it's not the fact that I don't think, you know, Tammy's experience is valid or, you know, yours is invalid as well star or valid it's just my experiences like diamond else like i feel like i don't have those super racist uh white people that are disrespectful and living in boston people assume one there's no black people two that you walk down the street and people call you a nigger they do not okay like i haven't had those full experiences and when i do get it be from my own people it's kind of sad i'd be like damn so tammy you said that you know, most of your experience being in Ohio. So question, when you moved to Alabama, do you feel like you ever get any stankness now that you're around more black people or you think it's still the white people for you? Well, I can say attest to the fact that the most, the issues I have now are from black women. <laughs> I will say that. Um, and I really, uh, don't, Rosie, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
sometimes black women just have a natural like um, haterism toward each other. I don't know what it is for me. Y'all would know I'm a biggest proponent of black women. I love you all. I think black women are beautiful. You pretty. I'm like, oh, you pretty. I love your outfit. I love your body. I am. I know. I ain't jealous of no black women, but. When they see you walk into a room, they automatically see you as like competition, like a lion, like lioness, lions. And I'm like, I don't get that because we need each other. You know right. what I'm saying? We are the minority. We are getting to pay the lowest wages. We need to be dabbing each other up. But unfortunately, when you see me or you see Dominell or you or, or um, Star, it's like, let me see. Let me let me look her up and down and see what, you know, what she got on. Let me see if she got any holes. Let me see if it's a hair out of place. And that, that has been my experience as I've gotten older, but I still love us. And I, so I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to yet get in, you know, accept all skin folk, intro kin folk. I don't want to accept that yet, even though I do, what I would say, I think it's really more of like a, I don't need to be educated or we support groups or what it is because of something, because we shouldn't see each other as like enemies. I mean, I agree with you. I feel like, as you guys know, I'm very supportive. All, all my sisters, if you got whatever going on, like you said, Tammy, if somebody looked bomb walking down the street, I'm like, okay. I went into the store today. Um, I had to go order some food and the girl's ring was absolutely beautiful. I was like, okay, sis. She was like, <laughs> like we already felt each other. Like it was just that extra, you know, sister umph. Like she's like, thank you. You know, that's what I'm looking for. You know, I'm not, looking for someone where you know you try to give them that extra like okay sis I see you and it's like okay what can I help you with like hold on bitch like we supposed to be here so I was happy I had a good little experience today because sis was definitely feeling my compliment so Dominelle do you have anything else I guess you want to say as far as you know like Tammy said, sometimes it is a, what is a crab in a barrel mentality and that's whether you at a workplace, whether you at an event, whether you out and about to eat with your friends, do you feel like that's the case with most Black women to keep it a buck? It's one of those things where I think that we as a race just have to do better overall. Right. There's no reason why that we should even have this kind of, kind of conversation about all kin folks saying all skin folks is not kin folks, something like that. Right, but right. It, it, we shouldn't be having this type of conversation because I know all white folks ain't having this kind of conversation. Asians are not having this conversation because what they do, they build it. They, well, from what I see, right? they building each other up. And we, on the other hand, are tearing each other down. And it's not everybody, but we got to get on one accord because the shit is awful. Mm. And Tammy and I has have had these conversations and they get really, they get heated because I work in an education setting. And so what I see is black teachers and I see black students and I see black teachers. And if you're not giving a hundred percent to your black, to the black students, then, you know, what's up with that? Or if I see black police officers and, you know, black, black, anything, and then we're not treating each other to like in a way that in a respectful way, then it's like, what are we doing here? We supposed to be on one accord across the board but right. instead like Tammy said especially when it comes to black women I've seen black women in leadership roles and it's they look down on each other and, right. and they're in the same administrative role but then we looking down on each other 
as a race, I feel like we just got to do better. I mean, I agree with you. I have, okay, so I have two things. The first thing I'll say is, so the last job I was at, right, because typically I work, most of my, I mean, to be honest, all of my managers have been white, whether male or, or woman. The last job I was at, I walked in, first of all, my manager was a sister. When I interviewed, it was blackity black, all the fuck, I was hyped. I'm like, look at the niggas in here. The white people were the minority. I have never worked in establishment like that. So, you know, healthcare. So the department, literally Haitians, Cape Verdean, Hispanic, mad black people. And my manager was from the islands. I was like, come through with the box braid, sis. Okay. So I'm thinking it's going to be a good experience. Child, the fucking ghetto. Okay. Like, and it's not ghetto because they were black. It was based on how they acted. And it wasn't that she wasn't cool at the moment. But one thing that did, you know, hurt my feelings high key is I'm a great employee. I always, you know, help out. I'm always a team player. I, I don't call out, et cetera. She knew that she valued me. When I gave her raggedy ass, my three-week notice, I could have gave her two, I gave her three. Sis did not even respond to my email, okay? She was talking to everybody else about it. She didn't say, like, congratulations to moving on. She didn't even email to ask me why. Until the very last day before I left, she sent out a mass email, like, oh, congrats to Rose on her new position. Like, sis, you waited three weeks. Like, you didn't want me to leave, but it was just unfortunate for me like I was like this is my first experience with a black manager and because I'm leaving and you're not happy about it you couldn't even speak to me she avoided me at all costs but she was talking to everybody else about the fact that I was leaving and I'm like at least I mean I'm not saying white people are perfect don't get me wrong but shit at least the white people suck it up and they send you an email even if it's fake as fuck like okay well good luck you know fuck you pretty much but they say good luck or sis did not respond and then there was another team lead I was cool with Talk to her all the time. I gave my three weeks. I never heard from her ever the fuck again. So it's like, I worked with all these niggas for a few years. I was a great employee, but because I was leaving, they decided just to act like I was non-existent. And I think that that put a bad taste in my mouth. So for me, I was just like, you see, this is what they be talking about. All skin folk and kin folk. Like my experiences just haven't been that great. I have a question for y'all though. So being that, you know, we do have it harder than every other race on earth. Do you feel like ideally, you know, black people should give a little extra fluff when talking or helping another black person? Like, do you feel like it should be a little heightened, your friendliness? Like, you know, go above and beyond. Like, how do you feel about that, Tammy? I'm gonna start with you, girl. Uh, I'm gonna always um, support my, um, my um, group more than anybody else because we need it. We, right. we don't. It's already a lack of assistance within our race. And there's already a lack of assistance with other races. I'm going to help you out a little bit more. I'm going to give you a little bit of nudge. If I see you need some help, I'm going to say, I'm going to support you some kind of way. Um, if you, you know, I, I won't say in all, I won't say in uh, every way, but um, for reasons I cannot say, but um, I always support you because we need it. Um, and also, I think sometimes people don't realize that we weren't all raised the same and we don't have the same experiences and we also don't have the same support from our families. So say, for instance, we're in an environment where, like a work environment, you may not have been raised to have work etiquette or how to dress or how to speak around certain, um, in a public environment. So I'm going to help you because uh, if I have the knowledge, why can't I you know, pass it along? If you want to accept it, 
cool. If you don't want to accept it, that's cool anyway. But I'm a, you know, if I see you lacking and I can help, I'm going I'm to help you and I hope that tomorrow you do the same to me. No, I agree. I completely agree with that. What do you think, Star? Do you feel like, you know, you do put an extra little fluff. I know you work in healthcare. When you out and about, do you feel like you're a little bit more friendlier to, you know, other Black folks? <laughs> I'm not no, but I'm not because you're not a friendly to... person. <laughs> Why you can't be friendly until the nigga star down? <laughs> All right, so it's a little ghetto in here. So okay, we was at Star talking about how she's not friendly to no niggas. Okay, whether you black, white, Asian, Hispanic, she's not friendly. So Star, <laughs> why don't you add a little fluff for the black people? You're probably one of the girls I'm talking about. No, no, I'm, I'm definitely not giving attitude. Gotta be nice to not, me, Star. No, Shit. I definitely don't give attitude. I, I'm definitely smiling at you. I'm definitely saying hi, how you doing? I, I'm a complimenter. I will definitely compliment you too. I'm just not overly, like, I ain't overdoing it. I just can't. Okay, what if they're older <laughs> Black people? Do you feel an extra fluff then? Like, okay, somebody's grandma. Oh, oh, no. Older Black people be the worst. Especially you older black women. You can't even be nice to the old grandma. I could be nice to the grandma, but the grandma be saying some slick shit, and she could get it too. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, start not letting nobody slide. Okay, Domino, no. do you believe in the extra fluff for black people? I'm gonna go with uh, with Star. No, oh I'm not my giving god! So I'm me and Timmy, the friendly niggas. I'm not giving extra fluff to nobody. You can be a damn ant. No, because I, I just feel like to stick together. We are know? supposed to stick together. I'm not saying I'm gonna be mean. I'm gonna be who I am, and I'm a caregiver anyway. I'm gonna be who I am to whoever. I'm not gonna go beyond because you're black, or go beyond because you're white. I'm gonna go beyond because if I think that's what I need to do, I'm gonna do that. However, I will under I will understand us more, so I would you know do a. I wouldn't do a whole lot, but I would be able to, I'd be receptive a little bit more, but I'm not going to go extra to be super, super nice. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I partially agree with the fact that as you stated, if you go above and beyond, it's for any race, because I'm the type that does go above and beyond for any race, but I'm not going to lie. I add a little sprinkle of fluff with any niggas. Like I do, especially, I mean, being in healthcare, when I would have like the Haitians come in, especially when they don't speak, you know, English, like I do go above and beyond, especially for my people. You Haitian, I got you. We gonna get you this appointment that don't exist, okay? I'm not saying for the other races I wouldn't, but it was just something in me that wanted to like give a little more. Now, if you rude and you black, that don't mean shit because you not getting seen today, okay? But if you're nice and you're genuine, I will go above and beyond for my black people. I can't believe you, Domino. Star, I believe you. But Domino, now, I did not expect I go. I would go beyond for anybody. So, but for why me, you add fluff for the niggas? I'm not going to add fluff for anybody, is what I'm saying. So, okay, okay. An older black person, you okay, being in healthcare, okay. No, I don't want to get you in trouble, but keep it cute, okay? Being, being in, I'm sorry, education, do you have an ex? for a warm heart for the black kids like i have an extra warm heart for everybody that's what you about to say i want to say because i work in a predominantly black setting i have okay. a warm heart for all of them 
but yes, I'm very sensitive and like, I'm like, look, we got to put on four hours, especially our black boys. Now right. I go beyond for that, but like an adult and I'm not going beyond for, um, just because they black. If you don't understand something, I'm going to go beyond to make sure that anybody understand it. But when it comes to like my students and students, any children, especially black boys, look, you giving off a mediocre, sh- I need you to step this shit up. Okay. I mean, I respect it. I get it. It's just yeah, not I that think kids is different. That's awesome. Kids is different. You have to be a little fluffier with kids. I mean, they but, kids. Right. It's but different. adults? No. I know. No, I'm not. So if somebody's grandma needs further assistance and it would take, you know, you, you don't care that she's black, Hispanic, white. It's just, no, I'm a, I'm a, if I can help, I'm going to help. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put an extra fluff on there because they black though. I'm black. It ain't putting no extra fluff on me. <laughs> I will put fluff on for you. I got you. I add a little fluff. No, I mean, I get what you guys say. I'm not going to lie though. I do put a little extra something when it's another sister you know when it's another black do but they gotta be nice though if i feel your stank energy i'm gonna give you stank energy we gonna be two stank bitches but you know what that's your personality though i think i feel like like that's just your personality like you like you that bubbly like tell them star (laughs) so i i would expect that from you though so i would right i mean i think for me Again, being that I've grown up in a more diverse area, you know, and it's funny because I did, you know, an episode yesterday I recorded in one of my many things. I think it'll be out in a couple of weeks. And I talked about my experience growing up where the hood black folks always made me feel like I was the outsider, like I wasn't black enough because I was um, not from the hood because I spoke differently. And it's just like, why do we have to be the ignorant group to talk about stupid shit like that? Like, why can't I just be just as black as you? But because I live somewhere else, oh, you not black enough. Oh, you, I had a dude tell me I was black different. The fuck does that mean? What? What is he that told me I was black different continuously. Okay, it it was just like, what do you mean? He's just like, you were just raised differently. Like you're black different. You're black, but you're not black. I don't like do other people like. Do white people tell each other like you're not white enough? Like I feel like it just be stupid shit that niggas talk about. I think like, I think white people do have a they, they have do I dis- think they talk they about this they do disassociate themselves from people who they consider I feel like like trailer park. Yeah, but so. I think they different they differentiate class. Okay. They're telling me I'm not black based on nothing. Like it's not because. I'm rich and they're poor or vice versa. Y'all are just telling me I'm not black because of what? Like, how am I not black? because of like where you were raised? Like, I don't understand that either. Like, I I don't understand it either. Where I was raised, it was diverse. I don't live in fucking Beverly Hills. You know what I'm saying? So it's not even, it's just not the hood. So based on how I spoke, you know, if I, oh, you speak proper. Like one dude told me that I wasn't black, y'all believe it or not he said I wasn't black because I grew up with both of my parents and most black people don't and he's black and see, he was that, dead see, that's, see that right well, there that's so that's ignorant so, that's so ignorant and you talking about put extra fluff on it for what but okay <laughs> yeah. that's different though he told me that but I would put extra fluff for somebody else if he had said that prior I would have put he fluff. just he just might need to be 
educated. And like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't right. even. I think that's, not, yes, educated. I've experienced the same thing. Even growing up in Ohio, people always say I spoke, I talk white. But it's always the black people that tell you that, right, Tammy? People always say I talk white. Um, and the thing, and the thing that's funny is that my mother is from Mississippi. So I think, I don't know how, I think maybe because my mother worked in a white environment, that's, that's how I started talking this way. I don't know, but growing up, and even now, if I go to certain parts of Montgomery, they'd be like, man, you talk white. And okay, but who's telling I, you you talk white? What race is it? Black, black, black. Because I say, is it because I pronunciate every syllable? But you, these are these are not normal regular black people. These are ignorant black people. Okay? Right, and it's like, very, normal ignorant, very ignorant. But to be honest, it's exhausting. Like I know people always make the jokes. Now I feel like people are more so. Things are starting to change. But now how people be like, oh, what does it mean when somebody says you talk black or you talk white? That's no such thing. But growing up, that's all. And I'm sure you can attest to that, Tammy. That's all I heard. Like oh. I mean, I could code switch, but for the most part, I speak how I speak, and I'm not going to change it just because, you know what I'm saying? You feel like I'm not Black enough for you, but why, as a Black person, do I have to continue having this conversation with Black people? Like, it is exhausting. Right. right. Because I'm not a clown, and I'm not a sambo, so I'm going to, for one, be who I am, and I don't know anything else but to speak how I'm speaking. Right. But I can definitely go to the hood and I can use some colloquialism, that's what we call it, you know what I'm saying? I can use the slang, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak no jive like I'm not gonna speak like a like a um like ghetto because you wanna understand me. Right, like right. I don't get like why do we have to speak I'm really trying to speak it. I'm really trying to be nice. We ain't we ain't slaves, we ain't slaves. We ain't got to talk no. about saving no gold, you know what I'm saying? We ain't, we ain't picking no cotton. I don't have, like, why would we talk we got some sense? We, why we white? That's the fucked up part about it. I'm, I hate to say fucked up, but like, really, like, this is where we at right now? And some oh. white people don't even speak proper English either. So right. I don't understand what the, right. the phrase you're talking white. Like, my grandmother said that to me one time when she called my job and I answered the phone. And she was like, on my job phone, she was like, you sounding like them white people at your job. I said, no, grandma, I'm sounding professional when I answer the phone. Right. What she wants to like, hello, how can I help you? Like, what is the expectation on the other yes. end? Like, I don't understand. So, Dominelle, have you experienced, I mean, because you got a Southern accent, so I'm sure they didn't tell you shit about sounding like, oh, growing up, oh, you sound white, you sound white. I'm sure, you know, you sounded like everybody else um, being down South with your accent. Y'all know Orleans people got a nice accent, girl. But when I'm in New Orleans, like when I go down there, when I went, they're like, oh, where are you from? Like, I can tell you not from here. I'm like, oh my God, how can you tell? Like, I mean, damn, I can't just speak like myself. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things. I know like living in New Orleans, the way we speak, we was never told that we were like uh, saying things the wrong way or speaking the wrong way. And so when I moved to Alabama and I got into school and it was wondering like, looking at me like I'm crazy. What are you, they asked me, what am I saying? Like, what do you mean by that? And because I was, you know, the maybe two out of uh, so many black girls in this program, it made me feel very uncomfortable because 
I'm trying, I'm expressing myself how I've been raised to express myself. And because you don't understand it, now I have to dummy myself down or speak a certain way. So it made me feel very uncomfortable, but I did me. Like either you. We have the same experience. It's just vice versa. They were having an issue with you speaking more so, you know, slang or you not pronouncing things that they do. And I was having an issue with the fact that I, pro- I exactly. pronounce every word. So it's just like, or every syllable in every word. So it's like the same thing, except for it's vice versa. So I guess it was vice versa. Exactly. exactly. I guess it depends on where you're from because honestly, I've never. I've never heard up here living in Boston, like I've never heard anybody clown somebody for speaking quote unquote ghetto, like in the hood. That's that's normal. Nobody, or if they came to the white neighborhoods, I never heard anybody say like, ew, why you sound like that? You sound ghetto. It was always like, you know, no big deal. It was just always the other way around. If I went to the mm-hmm. hood, all the hood niggas would be like, oh, you from the suburbs, huh? you sound like a white girl. That's all I heard as a teenager, even as an adult, even now, when I meet a dude from the hood, he'd be like, oh, you sound like a white girl. I'm like, this is exhausting. So, like, I'm so, so when they're saying, So when they're saying you sounded like a white girl, were you using like terms that they feel like, like white girls oh my were gosh. using? Some of them, yes. Cause, I've cause, had some words that I've said that were pretty basic and niggas is like, what? I was like, oh, Lord Jesus. Like, what the fuck? Like, it was just... I can't like <laughs> certain things like, you know, if they would say something and it wouldn't make sense or I'm like, I don't get the point. I'd be like, what's the correlation? Niggas is like, okay, now you're trying to be funny. I, like, so because you don't use words that are outside of the norm, I sound white. Like, I just think I'm frustrated because it's just a conversation I keep having with black people. And I don't have to prove to other black people that I'm black enough. And it's just like, luckily I'm an adult and I can handle it. But imagine the kids that, are trying to code switch or you know speak differently based on other black kids telling them that they don't and that happens so, like, it's oh, still no, a, I gotta. so it's still a problem for you at your age now yes as far as am oh i receiving God, that or it, it doesn't bother me no 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 for you receiving that because i feel like the older i got it didn't like no. people stop saying it like the comment oh, i wow. stated that um the nigga said i was black different I'm talking about we would go back and forth and it was somebody I was dating. So it was like a battle of the blackness with somebody I was dating. Like, obviously that was one of the many issues, but I'm like, are we talking about who's more black? Like, why is this even a thing? But he was just like, you're black different. Like we're just a different type of black. And I'm just like, it is still a thing. Cause that was in my thirties. So it's all in how we were raised. Like I, nobody would never, uh, believe me when I say I grew up in a project I grew up in the projects but folks now that know me no you didn't grow up in a project you did like no I just know but I'm not saying I know better but when you are in an environment that's what you know that's what you're gonna be exposed to mm-hmm. but when you yeah. go somewhere different you are either going to adapt to it or you're going to just force that your way in talking the way you talk or right. trying to express the way, yourself the way I don't try to be no blacker, no better, no. Right. I'm going to. This is how it's coming out, and I'll try to make it as clear as possible. But I'm not trying to put on for no race, no mama, nobody. No. This is what you're gonna get. No, I no, that's gonna... very true. Once you, if you live in the hood and you live in a project and you never left that area, never left the project, never left the hood. That's all you know. 
if you ain't never traveled outside, so going finally, if you going outside of the projects in the hood at 30 years old, it's going to be a, a, a shelter shock to people. It is. Yeah, it but the thing is, is, I could be ignorant. I can talk about your struggle. I can talk mm -hmm. about, you know, your experiences to be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I don't speak down to you based on your experiences as a Black person, but because I didn't have to struggle, you talk down to don't me understand. about my, like, I, I'm not comprehending. I just don't get but, it. Like, but my like, thing I is, struggle, feelings, struggling like, is not a struggling is not a black I mean it's a black it's thing, not a black it's thing not right. only a black thing like black people but, aren't to be honest I think that's the only thing that separates black people that feel like you're not black enough that's the only reason why someone would consider me not it's black enough oh well yeah. you didn't experience that growing up or your mama didn't have to do or you didn't have to eat that struggle meal growing up like are you upset that I didn't have to? Like, why? Right. I'm not talking about your experience. So why is this a conversation? Do you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only thing to make you say that I'm not black enough because my skin complexion's black. When I go somewhere, when I go to job interviews, nigga, they know I'm fucking black. Okay, mm -hmm. the police would notice I'm black. But the only thing that makes you feel like I'm not black enough is based on how I grew up. So it is the whole ghetto mentality that comes mm -hmm. from black people. And I do agree, Star, yeah. it's not only you know, black people that live in the hood and et cetera, but it just seems like it's just That's always known for. black people. Right. Like the ghetto is only black and it's not the case. So right. It's not. Tammy, did you have anything you wanted to add? Tammy's done hung up. <laughs> I know she's there, but I mean, that's pretty much the topic that I wanted to talk about. I feel like everyone kind of has like the same but different experiences or vice versa. Like we talked about them and now. I just feel like in conclusion, would I like all skin folk to be kin folk? Yes. I just don't see it happening. I don't mean to be pessimistic, but we've been trying to, you know, support. I will tell you during, during the whole... Um, the pandemic, all the stuff that was happening with the black folks, all the murder uh, by the police um, killing the black men. I feel like at that point, there was more of a black union. Like it was support black businesses. Mm -hmm. Black people mm -hmm. were uplifting each other. I haven't seen it mm -hmm. like that in a while. And the yeah. shit is starting to dwindle the fuck away. Okay. Like I was like, hold on. What happened to the, we was hella black last year. Like we was, oh my goodness. And as you can see, it's starting to, <laughs> it's starting to slow down so do I think it's all black people no but I do think it's a problem as we've all acknowledged I do feel like I would I'm not saying I need acceptance for anybody but I really am truly tired of having this black ass conversation with black people about my blackness like and I just feel like you sh I mean y'all don't want to put fluff into it but it could be one that they're a bitch <laughs> So that's just how they are, or they're not as nice to anybody like Star and Dominell. <laughs> or it could be what Tammy said, kind of like a hater vibe off the fact that I need to scope you out and check you out and kind of examine you to see what you're working with because you're a fucking hater. So I took it as the latter because uh, she was a hating ass bitch on an airplane and I didn't appreciate her being rude because I was nice. Maybe so. she was having a bad day. I don't give a fuck. She should have added some fluff. She should have added some fluff when she saw me, sis. She, she might deal with people all the time. And it's like, what? She might deal with people all day, all the time. Maybe somebody But I was nice to her, though. But I was nice to her. 
you know, all skin folk ain't kin folk. We're trying to make progress. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think it's baby steps. Some days are good. Some days are bad. But Black people, I still love y'all, even though y'all think my Black different. Okay, so before I let y'all go start, I ain't even going to start with you because I know you don't want to tell nobody on nobody's podcast where the fuck to find you. Star is unavailable on social media. So Domino, you can tell the people where to find Gumbo Therapy. I don't know what happened to Tammy, but Tammy, we love you. Thank you for hanging in there with Ghetto today, She's so busy. She's so busy. Um, You can find Gumbo Therapy on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I've already mentioned this so many times, but YouTube, we're working on it. We'll get there one day, but Instagram and Facebook, definitely. And we, you can listen to us on all, all major platforms. All right. Thank you, ladies, so much uh, for hanging in You're there, your patience, and having this uncomfortable Black conversation. But, you know, it's, yeah. it's a reality. So I appreciate y'all getting on here and talking about it. So it was fun. Thank it you, ladies. Fun. All right, y'all. Bye. 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 Once again, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I truly, truly enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed the perspectives. Uh, Shout out to Gumbo Therapy and Star for joining me on this episode. Y'all don't even know the hell it took for us to record this episode, okay? Technology can be ghetto sometimes. So I appreciate them sticking it through and just hanging in there. And um, once again... Come back next week. I have another mini tings episode. Y'all know the vibes by now. Every other week, I hook y'all up with a guest. And the off weeks, I let y'all listen to me for 10 to 12, 13 minutes. But yes, come back next week. Bye.